Okay, let's move from the federal election to the coming Ontario election, which, of course, is set for next year. And the Conservatives busy fundraising, or is that billing, billing their supporters? The Ford government under fire this afternoon for fundraising letters sent to supporters that were labeled invoices, had the word invoice at the top. Lisa Pileski has more. NDP leader Andrea Horvath says Premier Doug Ford needs to apologize for the letters, which have the word invoice at the top, and show a balance due of $300 for what's described as an election readiness fund. You know, it's, it's pretty shocking and pretty deceitful uh, what's gone on here. Yesterday I was uh, I was calling this a mail scam because that's what it is. Uh, and we're hearing that uh, this may in fact violate some federal laws around, uh, around mail scams. And so we're looking into that right now. Stephanie Bellotto, Director of communications for the PC party says the letters were sent to a limited group of supporters by one of their vendors. She adds that it was not their intention to mislead supporters and apologizes for any confusion or frustration the letters may have caused. Lisa Pileski, Global News. Let's welcome in Stephen Blay, a Liberal MPP who joins us now on Global News Radio. Mr. Blay, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Yeah, good afternoon. All right. First of all, your reaction, the party's reaction to this story that has surfaced these fundraising letters labeled invoices from the Ontario government, the Ontario Conservatives. Yeah, this was really shocking when I saw it uh, the day before last. You know, there have been a lot of scams during COVID efforts to take advantage of vulnerable people as they've been stuck at home or at their lowest point. And this is really an, uh, an all time low. Unfortunately, though, it, it is just another uh, event in a series of events in a well-established pattern of deceit uh, and dirty tactics uh, from the Conservative Party. Uh, they've used for this campaign the same uh, uh, political consultancy that uh, uh, did the robocall scandal for Stephen Harper's Conservatives uh, in 2011. And so, unfortunately, this is a well-established pattern uh, from Conservative uh, uh, tacticians. Yeah. Have we heard or have you heard from the government at all on this? Is there any explanation regarding why this was called or labeled an invoice rather than fundraising or a request for money? I haven't seen an explanation uh, as to why it was called an invoice. I've obviously seen the statement that the, the party issued today. It It's a far cry from, from what's needed. This is a clear and to deceive people. If you had received this, or if my mother-in-law had received this, it would have been very uh, apparent that they believe that they owed the Conservative Party uh, money. It says invoice on it. It has a balance due. I believe there's a statement on it that says pay today. Um, and so this was clearly in an intent to try to deceive people into, into giving money to the Conservative Party here in Ontario. Are you aware, Mr. Blay, whether or not this violates any laws, electoral or otherwise? Now, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know if it violates laws, and that's why we've asked for an investigation. We've asked Elections of Ontario, we've asked for uh, the OPP, and we've referred it to the uh, Anti-Fraud Centre for their uh, fulsome investigation. We hope to get, we hope that they can get to the bottom of this and hold those uh, accountable. At the same time, the Premier needs to come out uh, and, and right into a camera, apologize to everyone who received this letter, apologize to everyone who may have received this letter uh, and ensure that the money, any money collected through this fundraising effort is returned to those people. And do we need some sort of explanation as voters, as citizens of this province as to exactly uh, how this happened? Because one has to believe that before these letters were sent out, they were vetted by several levels. There absolutely needs to be accountability on this. This goes to the culture that is being created within the PC party, and that culture is created by the leadership, and that's the premier. 
What kind of organization are they running? What kind of culture are they creating within the organization? And is this the first time it's happened? It's the first time it, they've been caught, but what kind of other potentially deceitful uh, fundraising tactics or other political tactics uh, have been going on? I understand that this, this consulting firm has been on the payroll uh, of the party for, for some time, millions of dollars uh, potentially uh, to this organization uh, to do fundraising or other politi political activity. That's why we need an investigation to understand exactly what kind of dirty tricks have gone on. They have a history of dirty tricks with robocalls, and we need authorities to get to the bottom of it. And just finally, what are your feelings when it comes to politics overall, Mr. Blay? What does this do for uh, the cynicism that uh, some in the electorate to have when it comes to just politicians in general uh, for government and, and for elections? Yeah, no, this is this is one of those things that uh, uh, ends up painting all of us with the same uh, uh, bad brush. Unfortunately, a small group of uh, conservative tacticians who have a long history of doing dirty tricks have really uh, done done some damage. I hope that it's that it's limited. Uh, but these people have been on the payroll of the Conservative Party for some time. We understand they have a history of dirty tricks. I don't know why they were hired again, knowing that that history exists. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it just adds to some of the cynicism that I think people might be uh, feeling about politics, especially now that we're in the uh, the federal election. We will continue to watch the story, Mr. Blay. I appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. And thank you. Have a great day. You as well. Stephen Blay is a liberal MPP. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.